Welcome to the Morning Update. I'm Erin Roan. Queen Elizabeth II's coffin has arrived at Westminster following a procession through the streets of London from Buckingham Palace. King Charles, Princess Anne, Princess Andrew and Edward, along with her grandsons, Princess William and Harry, walked behind the coffin with their footsteps heard as the crowds lining the mall fell silent. Her Majesty will now lie in state at Westminster Hall for four days, with one million of her loyal subjects expected to pay their respects ahead of her funeral. The Archbishop of Canterbury has met with some of those waiting in line. Justin Welby says the Queen was a wonderful example of faith and leadership. Look at the example and inspiration that the Queen's fabulous, deep, profound Christian faith and the Kings give to how you lead, how you are a leader, to be a servant and to be faithful. Meantime, the Australian Governor-General has spoken to King Charles to pass on Australia's condolences following the death of the Queen. David Hurley spoke to the new monarch overnight and will be travelling to London today with the PM for the Queen's funeral. Anyone found to be rotting the pandemic sick leave assistance scheme is being warned they will face severe punishment. It comes after National Cabinet decided to extend emergency pandemic leave payments indefinitely. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says numerous people have already been caught. 2.6% of all claims received triggered real-time fraud checks in the system and of those, uh, more than 50% were subsequently rejected. The usual rush of properties hitting the market during spring has happened earlier than expected this year. Australia-wide, the number of properties listed for sale is already up 20% on the same time last year. Agents are warning properties are taking longer to sell, though. Overseas, the Ukrainian president has visited one of the cities in his country's Kharkiv region that's been recently liberated by Ukrainian troops. Vladimir Zelensky oversaw the raising of the yellow and blue flag in Izium and insists it will soon fly over every community taken by Russian forces. We know that truth is on our side though, so it means that we will come. I don't know when. And nobody knows when, because it's our land and it's our people. That's why we'll come. And aspirin may be the key to helping us survive cancer. Research shows it can reduce cancer-related inflammation, abnormal clotting and enhance repair processes. Researchers also finding a link between aspirin and reductions in cancer-related deaths. To sport now, in cricket, the Aussies have made a couple of changes ahead of their India tour. Mitch Stark, Marcus Stoinis and Mitch Marsh have been ruled out of the three T20s with minor injuries. To NRL, Eels coach Brad Arthur insists Mitch Moses is on track to play in Friday's semi against the Raiders. He needs to pass concussion protocols to play. And in AFL, Ben Long is poised to leave St Kilda during the upcoming trade period. The 25-year-old utility has told the Saints he wants to join Gold Coast. And for even more sports news, make sure you check out the Sports Update. You'll find it wherever you're listening to this show. In entertainment news now, Brooke Warren has slammed Channel 9 for planning a telly movie about her late father so soon after his death. The daughter of the late Spin King, Shane Warren, says it is beyond disrespectful as producers continue to cast actors to play Warren, his ex-wife and former fiancé. And Nicki Minaj is planning to sue a video blogger 
who made some pretty wild claims about the singer and her family. She's claiming defamation for the post and wants 75000 US dollars. And that's the latest from the Nova Podcasts team. We'll see you later on for another episode of The Update. 